Welcome to the Life is a Journey podcast, where my goal is to help you to strive, thrive, and be all God has called you to be. No matter what comes, we can make it in this journey, because life is a journey. Welcome back to the Life is a Journey podcast. In this week's episode, we will be continuing from last week's episode of Distractions, and this is Distractions Part 2. So last week we discussed about distractions, a few things just to kind of briefly um, go back over what we discussed of some of the distractions. One of them was church and religion, media, and money. And we know that there are other distractions and we'll get into that on this week's episode. Um, But once again, before we go any further, I would like to thank each and every one of you for tuning in and for taking out the time to listen and tune into this podcast. And I pray that it is helpful to you and inspirational to you to help you in your life journey, to help you in your day to day walk with God, your day to day existence, because We all know without a shadow of doubt, we all need each other. And I pray that by the grace of God that I'm able to be a help to someone somewhere. And so um, I'm going to give repeat back some of the scriptures that we went over last week um, just for, you know, in case anybody missed those. You can go back and listen to that episode, but I'm going to implement them into this episode as well. So um, the first one is 1 Corinthians 10 and 13. We have Luke 10, 38 through 42. Psalms 119 and 15. 1 Corinthians 7 and 35. Matthew 6 and 24 through 34, excuse me. Philippians 4 and 8. And also... Hebrews 12 and 1 and I'm gonna read that one in particular because that one was one that I felt that was really really um much needed that applies to this particular topic of discussion so it reads therefore since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses excuse me for the lisp that you might hear because I I have my retainers in and um hopefully soon I'll be able to only have to wear them at night but it reads therefore since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us and simply you know to me you know we have so many things that we um, we, we, we put on ourselves, we have so many distractions, so many things that weigh us down. And that saying, you know, is, is the distraction, you know, from us, us doing what, what we were called to do or are called to do. And we, he told us to throw those things off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles us. And it does, it entangles us in a way and gets us trapped to, uh, 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 um, not fulfilling our purpose and feeling that, you know, God can't use me no more. You know, when we sin, it entangles us into this trap of thinking that, well, I messed up, I fornicated or, 
I did this or I did that. I started back smoking or I started back drinking, you know. Um, no, God loves you. It's a sin that he hates. He loves you. You are his child. The enemy will have you to believe that you can't turn things around. But he said once again, and I can't, I will forever say this. He said he came that you might have life and life more abundantly. The enemy is the opposite. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He comes to steal your joy. He comes to kill your soul, take your life, and destroy what God has placed in you to do. He comes to destroy that. But it's up to you, my sister. It's up to you, my brother. No matter what your age is, no matter where you are and your walk with God, no matter where you are in this life, it's up to you to make that step, to make that decision to say, okay, yeah, I messed up. Yeah, I fall, I fail, but I'm going to get back up. Said a just man shall fall seven times, but he get back up, gets back up. Imagine, you know, being in the ring and you starting off, you boxing and, and you just getting into it, you know, and, and you want to win. You want to be a champion. When you get knocked down, are you going to stay there or are you going to get back up and you're going to fight? You're going to continue to fight to win the fight. Same way in life. Sin will entangle us and, and try to knock us down as long as we're living in his flesh. But while we're living in this flesh, we have the ability to walk in the spirit. And just briefly, before we go any further, any more into this discussion, I was just kind of having some one on one time, you know, with my father before I got on here. And one thing that I, I've come to realize with me doing these podcasts and these episodes of this podcast is that it allows me to see myself and what I need to work on. It allows me not only to be a help to you, but it allows me to see myself. It allows me to know, okay, Quan, that's an area that you got to work on. You know, and you hear me even in the in the, in the episode say, you know, as I'm saying this to you, I'm saying it to myself because it first got to hit me before it hits you. I first got to receive it before you receive it. And I'm human just like anybody else, and we all are. We are all striving to be everything that God has called us and purposed us to be because we have the ability. Because when we got God, we'll never fail. But when we try to do it in our own strength, our own capability, we'll fail every single time. Because in his in our in our weakness, his strength is made perfect. He's able to bring us through. He's able to strengthen us. So as we jump back into this um leading off from what we la lost left excuse me last week um one of the distractions that we have here is relationships it says i'm sure you knew this one would be here every kind of relationship relationship has the potential to fall into this category friends parents siblings spouses girl or boyfriends children co-workers bosses etc we can allow any of these relationships to distract us from God. It is our relationships that are our connection with the world, and it is our human nature to have them. 
But when we allow any one of these relationships to become more important to us than our relationship with God, well, they become a distraction. Remember, God calls us to love one another, 1 John 3 and 11. So when we do, it is an act of obedience to him. But don't forget about God in the process. I would have to say the relationship with the most danger of becoming a distraction from our walk with God would be that of a boyfriend or girlfriend or a spouse. These relationships in their nature demand the most time, and that is why it is extremely important that they are centered around God. If they aren't, you will see your walk with God spiraling downward. In a nutshell, relationships are extremely important, but our relationship with God is of the utmost importance. Remember that. So, um, and I think we even discussed that in one of the episodes um, a few weeks back and about relationships. And shout out to Pastor Michael Ty of Transformation Church and the relationship goals, not, on the, not only the book, but the series, um, both the first one and the Reloaded. If you get a chance, purchase the book. It'll bless you. Um, married, single, divorced, whatever your status is in life, it'll bless you. I'm almost done with it myself. Um, and also, it also he has a, the podcast. All their their service sermons, excuse me, are available um, on their podcast. Um, I use I use Apple Podcasts when I listen to most of my podcasts. So um, check that out. And even on YouTube, you can check it out. Just type in Transformation Church or type in Relationship Goals and it will pull up. Um, but relationships, they can be a distraction. I believe it was even Paul said it. And I believe it was in the book of Corinthians. I'm not sure. I can't remember at this point in time. You f Please forgive me. But I believe it was either 1st or 2nd Corinthians where he was saying that I wish that some were as I am, that they would remain single because when you get married, your devotion to God is divided. You know, you have to do the things that you have to do for your spouse. And then you also, before that, you have to do the things that you have to do that you need to do for God. And, 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 um, it can be taxing and it can't become a distraction if you allow it to, you know, um, because like I said, you know, that it's important that you, that we not forget that the most important relationship is our relationship with God. <clears throat> because sometimes, you know, we can put these relationships above God. And once again, as it said in here in, in, in the article that, let it be centered centered around God. When it's centered around God, you, you won't have that. Um, you shouldn't have that happen to where it becomes a distraction. You know, um, even with boyfriends and girlfriends, you know, I, I come up in the church and, you know, um, it was always kind of, if you will, shunned to have a boyfriend or a girlfriend and, you know, that you should, your focus should be, and I do the same thing with my children and which is true. You know, um, your focus should be on school, excuse me, God school and you know, your dreams and different aspirations, whether you want to play sports or, you know, 
um, different things that you want to do in life. Um, because when you do bring another person into the picture, that can be, be bring forth a distraction. You know, if that person doesn't have a relationship with God and they aren't on a level to where they can allow you to do you and y'all still be in a relationship, they can become a distraction, especially if you are in a relationship or get in a relationship with someone who is very needy, someone who wants their attention all the time, um, someone who can be jealous even, you know, um, that can that can hinder. That can be a big distraction. So we got to make sure when it comes to our relationships with us, you know, husband and wife, um, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, um, friends, coworkers, bosses, as I said, you know, cousins, whoever you, you know, whoever the relationship may be with that you don't allow it to be a distraction to you, you know, on another, on, in addition to that, excuse me, I would like to say, you know, <clears throat> you got to be careful, um, as well with that particular relationship, because the Bible says, how can two walk together except they agree? Or be in agreement. And if you're in a relationship with somebody. They're not going the same way that you're going. You're going to have an issue every single time. You're going, you're going to have issues. If you if you are making up in your mind. That you are going to live for God. And this other person is choosing to say. Ah, well I'm not really. I wasn't really brought up in the church. And you know. Granted. To a degree. You can be an example to that person and cause that person to give their lives to Christ, but they have to want it. And it, 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 you have to really have, um, as my brother, shout out to my brother, um, Adam Baker, who said this in his sermon last week. You know, you got to have that discernment. And that comes from God um, to know whether or not, okay, do I need to continue with this or I do I need to cut it off? And I'm, particularly what I'm talking about right in this in this space is is such as like a boyfriend or a girlfriend or friends um but you know sometimes we will be the only bible that people will see you know and as Trent Shelton said in his audible book that I listen to and I listen to from time to time the greatest you um you got to know when it's time to burn a bridge you know, um, some bridges don't need to be burnt. Some do. And so just be mindful of that. And these distractions, they, they, they're going to be there. Another one that we have right here is routine. Routine. I'm guilty of this, y'all. And I, I haven't read this particular um, part of the article. But I can tell y'all right off rip that. I myself get some can be get stuck into a routine. So I'm going to read this real quick and then we're going to jump back into that. This is a common thing I allow myself to get distracted. Now, mind y'all, this is exactly what it says. <laughs> it says, this is a common thing I allow myself to get distracted by all the time. Does God have a place in your daily schedule? Far too often, we just squeeze God in when we have spare time. 
I am extremely guilty of this. It's so easy to get caught up in all the things we have to do, like work, eat, sleep, etc. I often find sleep getting getting in the way. So make sure spending time with God is the first thing you you're 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 put putting in your routine, not the last. And I agree, man, totally 100 percent. You know, um, I was recently watching. Um, man, what was the name of that? It was on Netflix. I want to say that the title of the series um, was called QB1 Beyond the Lights or something like that. And the one of the quarterbacks during one of the episodes when he got up, one of the first thing he did was I can't I'm, I'm trying to remember whether or not, you know, how people do the the Catholic, the, the, the cross, you know, um, either it was either that, or, you know, he kind of bowed his head and said what he said between him and God. And that's what, you know, we should all not saying that, that like get in a routine, but we should get to the place to where we are putting him first, you know, because he said, I will have no other gods before me. And he also said, to seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and all his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. He said, seek ye first. So at the beginning of our day, at the beginning of our work routine or time, um, at the beginning of whatever you're beginning to do, we should seek him first. We should put him first, you know, and as I, I've learned myself, that when I do that, my day, it goes totally different as opposed to me just going about my normal routine and, okay, well, when I get a chance, I'll pray. When I get a chance, I'll, I'll read my word. No, fit it, make, make time for it. If I make, if I can make time going to the gym, if I can make time, uh, um, doing things that I want to particularly that I enjoy doing, if you would. And it's not saying I don't enjoy praying, but sometimes the enemy can distract us or we can distract ourselves from, and like I just said, in our routine, okay, I do this, I do this, I do this, I do this. Okay, where is God fit in in there? Because he also said that a man ought to always pray and not faint. He didn't say you got to be on your knees praying all the time. He didn't say, you know, that that because prayer, as we know, and some may or may not, but it's not necessarily a posture. It's your heart. I believe it was a woman in the Bible and she was praying and her lips were just moving and people didn't know what she was saying. She wasn't even speaking loudly or out loud, but she was praying. People thought she was drunk, you know, but she was drunk in the spirit, you know. In the same way, some people might see you drive up to the light and you just praying to God and you speaking in tongues and, and or, you know, uh, 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 praying in the spirit. And people might think you crazy. But let them think you crazy. You know, because at the end of the day, that's your person. That's your time, your relationship. You fitting you not excuse me, not I shouldn't even say fitting, but you making time for God. 
He is more important than anything. And, you know, we all can get cut up, caught up in the routine of, and, uh, of work and, you know, doing things for our, our families and our children and all these different things. But we got to make sure we're making time for God and not get distracted by our day-to-day routines. Because when we do, we, we, we mess ourselves up. We miss our blessing. You know, a lot of times, and I'll say this, don't get so caught up in routine that you miss an opportunity for God to use you. There have been times where I'm used to being able to do this or that in my routine that I'm used to do on a day-to-day basis. And God will open an opportunity or a door for me to talk to somebody. And I look at that as an opportunity for me to sow a seed. Doesn't have to be anything grand, if you will, but just to sow a seed. Whether it's it's in a way of showing love to somebody of concern, you know, it 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 goes a long way because you could go ahead and go about your normal daily routine and have missed that opportunity to be a blessing to somebody else, and you could miss an opportunity to receive a blessing because you don't know what's on the other end of that, and it ain't always got to be nothing. Monetary wise, nothing, you know, of money or and things like that. But you never know. God uses people. That's why, once again, go ref, kind of referring back to the episode of relationships. We need people. We need each other. Someone said, I need you. You need me. We're all a part of God's body. Stand with me. Agree with me We're all a part of God's body Y'all forgive me for messing the song up Or the words or how, you know, how the melody go But we all need each other I believe the song was by Hezekiah Walker and his choir You know, we need each other to survive Not only to survive, but in our day-to-day lives We need each other We were not put down here to just be by ourselves no man is an island no man no woman is an island none of us are even in genesis he said with adam he said it's not good for man to be alone let me make him help me put adam to sleep woke him up (laughs) and boom there was a woman and and don't get me wrong it wasn't even so it wasn't that that was, you know, uh, um, one of the well, excuse me, yeah, first marriages, if you will. But in addition to that, it showed the need. It said that it's not good for a man to be alone. It's not. If you're single, you know, it's not good for you to be by yourself. It's not good for you. To, to try to do things by yourself We all need each other We all have different issues And different things that we, we try to work Through ourselves But it's not meant for us to work through our by ourselves 
first and foremost is going to God. But God also puts people in your life, excuse me, in your lives and or in your life to help you to reach your destiny, to fulfill and to walk in your purpose. So don't get distracted by what you're currently going through. Don't let that be a distraction to you. He put certain people in your life to be there to be a help to you. Utilize those people now. And I'm not saying use them, but be wise enough to pay attention to say, oh, God, OK, God, I know I'm going through this. I know I can call on, on such and such to pray with me or or to give me some some godly advice or some some counsel or some wisdom. It's important. So, 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 so important, y'all. So also we got here. 10 daily distractions that steal your productivity and how to fix them. Now, some of these I may or may not read the entirety, but um, we'll see where we go with it. One of them is your phone. We also have time wasters, cigarettes and coffee, sugar and snacks, overthinking, video games, the news, unnecessary meetings your inner voice and hunger pains we all know your phone that go back to you know what we talked about last week with media your phone can be a big big distraction i'm just gonna go ahead and 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 read this this right now it says mobile phones have slowly integrated into our daily lives while they are essential for communication, they also play a huge part in most people's work days. But phones put a ton of stress on our productivity, simply due to the number of distractions they carry. Calling and texting is one thing, but it gets even worse with social media. These kind of apps can be addicting because they feed our tendency to socialize and keep up with people. These apps are... Excuse me. Yeah, these apps are a major source of distractions and they know it. They will constantly remind you of various things at all hours of the day. These distractions can include ringtones, notifications and even LED indicators that blink in bright colors. And I'm going to stop right there. Now, like me personally, I want to say mm, it's been about maybe a good or two, two or three months now, um, before a while, you know, all of the different YouTube channels that I'm subscribed to, I had notifications on. And one of the many reasons why I turned it off was because I got tired of seeing the notifications like pop up just like, and it's not like I was even really, you know, watching any of those videos of the notifications that were being sent to me. And it, it really was a distraction, you know, cause I could be in the middle of, um, listening to or watching something and, you know, get a notification. And, and that's another thing. Like sometimes you, I don't know about y'all, but me personally, when I'm listening to my music in the gym or I'm listening to my music at work or a podcast, I put my phone on silent. 
So if I got any notifications, granted, like I'll make sure I'm paying attention to my text message or phone calls. Of course, you know, phone calls gonna come through or whatever. But all them other notifications from Instagram or Snapchat or Twitter or whatever, they 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 come through on the screen, depending on whether I'm watching or something or not uh, on my phone. It may or may not be a distraction, but when my phone is on silent, you know, um, I won't hear it. Nevertheless, it, it can be a distraction, man, because once again, you know, we can become so addicted to it. We can become so addicted to seeing what's going on in other people's lives that we aren't living our lives, that we get distracted from fulfilling our purpose and walking, making it to our destiny. And, you know, even if necessary, uninstall something fast from it, you know, say, hey, the next seven to 14 days or the next 30 days, uh, I'm not going to be on social media. You ain't even you don't even necessarily have to um, notify your friends or your followers, you know, depending on what what you do for work. Now, if you do this for work, I, I would I would suggest notifying your followers. That's how you make your income. Then do that. But otherwise, if you're doing this for, you know, um, spiritual growth, then just do it. You know, just do it. Just go ghost, you know, disappear, focus on you and God, do whatever God has, has placed in your heart to do and fasting to get your mind back focused on what it needs to be focused on and do what you need to do and we're gonna have distractions man another one that and and i'm not even i may or may not get into the other ones that are on this list um but this one has been it's been um really tearing me up for some time now and that distraction as we all know is the vaccine you know are you vaccinated or are you not vaccinated does it really matter like let's be honest does it really matter whether or not I'm vaccinated if I'm not mandated by the president of the United States you know to get vaccinated that's a distraction we looking at the wrong things big distraction even with COVID you know the different variants that are out there we all know that it's still going on and when they come up with all these different variants it it, 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 it throws us off of being focused on our purpose. It throws us off on what we need to do in life. We get so focused in the news and the media and what's going on. And granted, you should, we all should know what's going on. But don't let it distract you so much to where you, every day you, you looking on, on your, on your phone or however you, you know, um, are updated on your news that you are that's all you looking at and it's distracting you 
you know, um, it's distracting. COVID came and God rest the soul. God, my heart goes out to everyone that was impacted by it, that lost their lives. You know, um, those who I know personally who lost loved ones and those who I don't know that lost loved ones. My heart's and my heart goes out to you all and my prayers are with you and your families. You know, um but it it it, it is a distraction, you know, even with the mass no mass situation. Distraction. Focused on the wrong thing. So much other stuff to be focused on. You know, just like we discussed last week, you know, with the pastor who said the lady came to church. It was a TikTok that I had saw. And she said, uh, uh, Pastor, I'm not going to be coming to church no more. You know, I can't do this no more. Too many, you know, she pointed out what was going on, what was, um, as she saw in her, herself being a distraction to her. And just kind of reiterating, you know, what we had said last week, had her walk around the church three times with a glass full of water and told her not to spill it. Her focus was so in tune with the water not spilling that she had no time to look and pay attention to teenagers being on their phones or people, quote unquote, not living right for God. Or, you know, we have to have that same Locked in mentality Of God I can't focus on what the next person is doing I can't focus on how somebody else is living their life I have to focus on What I need to be doing for God Because when it comes time for me to face judgment He's not going to be sitting there pointing or looking for anybody else other than myself. It's not going to be looking for my mom, my dad, my siblings, my pastor or pastors. My wife, my children. He's not going to be Looking at that, it's going to be looking at Kawan Latrell Horton. And even at that point, it ain't about the name. I want to hear him say, Servant, well done. One or two things will be heard Servant, well done. Good, excuse me. Well done, my good and faithful servant. Or depart from me, you worker, worker of iniquity, for I knew you not. And that's one thing I don't want to hear. Iniquity is hidden sin, is the things hidden that we didn't deal with. I'd rather deal with them now, be delivered from them now. Then to get to judgment and to hear those words and have to spend eternity 
eternity. That's a long time. It ain't no five minutes, and, and I don't all I I don't know why we going this way, y'all. But I'm just allowing God to have His way, and I hope you hear my heart in this because it's serious. There's a time and a place for everything. And nobody knows the day nor the hour that he shall appear. Nobody knows when he's coming back. Nobody knows when your number going to be called. But the most important thing is to work on yourself and to be prepared. All the saints would say you need to get your house in order have you ever walked in your house and everything was just all out of whack dining room messed up living room messed up kitchen messed up washroom messed up bedroom messed up but once you clean it up what your house is clean same which way with your spiritual man clean up Ask God to search you and if you find anything that is not like him that is in you to take it out. There are things that we can do. But then there are things that only God can do. It's time. Don't be distracted. Don't 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 get off focus. You know. Because um, eternity Eternity is such such a long time And nobody I don't care who you are Nobody can tell me that they Want to spend eternity in hell Nobody I would rather Do what I have to do Endure whatever I have to endure down here And get my life right down here And make it to heaven Then to just live a life of whatever And die and, and spend eternity in hell It's a long time man It's a long time There was a song we sang And it's, it's in the bible About Lazarus Not And I, I, I Y'all forgive me I'm not. I don't believe this was the Lazarus that Jesus rose that he that he had risen from the dead, but the song said, "Poor man Lazarus, sick and disabled." He was saying, "Dip your finger in the water, come and cool my tongue, for I'm tormented in the flame." He was looking up in the bosom of Abram. He was looking up. Into heaven Saying this Like Come save me Just Just a drop of water No I I I, I pray That Whoever you are Wherever you are In your life journey that if you don't already have 
a relationship with God That you get a relationship with God And If you do have a relationship with God That you continue to develop a deeper Relationship with Him And that you help others along the way I just want to thank you All once again For tuning in to another episode Of Life is a Journey I also want to say this As I close out I will possibly be going longer in my episodes, depending on um, if this, because I used what's known as the Anchor app. Shout out to Anchor. It's a free app. If you're looking to start a podcast, if you feel like there are some things or that you need to talk about that will be helpful to people, um, it's a free app that you can download on your phone and you're able to start a podcast. There are other few things that, you know, that you would, would need, but this alone has allowed me to have a podcast and get things out there. Um, I will probably be going longer. I try to keep it within 30 minutes or so. I'm not sure what the cutoff time is. But I just want to thank you. I thank you. I thank God for most of all being God. And I thank you for tuning in. I thank you for taking time out to listen to this podcast. And I hope you hear my heart. I hope you hear the the depth of my heart in this matter. Don't be distracted. Don't let the distractions get you off focus. Don't let the distractions keep you from living a life for Christ. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Life is a Journey. And until next time, be blessed. At the end of the day, I want to inspire motivate and encourage you to be all God has for you to be and remember until next time to always live love learn and grow